Hello and welcome back to the Social Distancing Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Christian, and with me we also have our other host, Mutahara. Hi, it's me. I'm here. Uh, we haven't done one of these in a while, um, but you know, um, it's almost like lockdown has started again. Tier 2 gang, what up? And uh, yeah, we might as well just do like a season 2, just start it all over again, we've got nothing else to do. True, and this is our first ever virtual one where we're not like together, so we're doing it like virtually, which is weird crazy. and new. So I, crazy. It, it feels so weird not seeing your face and I can see your face, you. so I can see like your profile picture. Oh no, I can see like your face face, but I can't see like we're not like there with each other like. You probably don't look like that right now though. You're probably in those stupid pajamas. Oh my god, I'm not in those stupid pajamas. I'm actually wearing a jumper and I've got my leggings on, so Cheers for that. <laughs> you, you know what? You know, <laughs> sounds great. Um, I am wearing my baggy trousers though. What? Yeah, I'm wearing my baggy trousers and my oversized sweatshirt, new sweatshirt. Oh my god, I think I would actually die. To be fair, it's probably a good thing that we're not together whilst we're recording this, because if you wore that in front of me, I think... I don't think you'd be able to cope, would you? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to cope. We would never get anything recorded. I'd have to, I'd have to take a two-month break again, so... I just had a thought though, because like um, I was watching Big Hero Six the other day, and you know Baymax. I do indeed, not personally, but yeah, I do know the guy. Oh, I love Baymax, but um, I was watching it, and he like really reminded me of someone, and I couldn't clock who it was, and I just realised you are Baymax. Why? Because you've got like the big puffy coat, and like you know he's like a big like puffy kind of guy, and then like just the way that he talks, and he's always like so calm and like collected, we, and like you're like that as well. We did actually realize uh, off podcast just like about ten minutes ago that we are like the opposites of each other. We are, and I think that approach. <laughs> I think you might be the you the child in Big Hero Six. I am. I feel like I'm, I'm a hero, literally, and you're Baymax. Yeah. Because, like, you're the small, aggressive, dramatic one yeah. who cries at everything. Not, that, not saying that I don't cry, but I'm the tall, calm, collected one. You are. And, and it has you to just calm you down all the time. Literally, and you're so good at it as well. And, like, Baymax is so good at, like, caring, like, care, caring? Yeah, caring about him and just, like, calming him down. And he just knew what to do. And, like, he knew what Hero needed, even if, like, Hero didn't know himself. Well, there we go. That's why it worked so well. Yin and Yang. Chicken Brothers as well. It's all I coming know. together. I don't think there's anyone else who I'd rather share a chicken with. Alright, come on. We're, already, we're only five minutes in. Let's not get soppy now. <laughs> but it's, it's not like a soppy thing. It's just like, sometimes I dread like, you, you sharing say it's chicken not, with other people. You say it's not a soppy thing, but I 100% guarantee you, if I was to die tomorrow, that those are the exact same words you would say at my funeral. <laughs> Why are you talking about you dying? Or like, are you trying to make me cry? If I just mean like, you say it's not soppy, but you would still say those exact same words. Yeah, of course I would. You're my chicken brother. Like, and everyone else would be really confused. And they're like, "Why is she talking about chicken? The guy's dead." And you're just like, you just can't hold, you just can't, you can't hold it back. You were just gonna be like, "All right, if someone get this guy off the stage. Like, we've had enough." The coffin is right there and then, <laughs> and you just walk up to it, cry a little bit, and then before you walk away. You reach into your jacket pocket, you pull out two chicken breasts, and you put them on top. 
I was actually going to do that because in an episode of like Parks and Rec, um, Ron's barber died and he was like really sad about it. So he went to the funeral and it was an like, open casket. So he like um put like a tenner in there because like that's how much his um haircut was. And I would do that for you. I just put some chicken in there. Oh, thank you very much. That's really nice of you. Uh huh. That's so kind. Anyway, it's been a while since we've done one of these. Mm-hmm. Been a few months. Um, what have you been up to the last few months? Well, quite a lot actually. I've moved. Um, so back in August, I came off furlough, and I was like, "Oh, great! I get to be working again." You know, I've got like get to like get back into a routine. Um, so three days um, into being off furlough again my flat literally flooded it was fucking disgusting I was like sofa surfing for two weeks after but I moved into a new place it is awesome um I actually have a lounge in a garden like who knew and it's yeah it's going pretty well I'm very and jealous I've, I've of got the garden to actually like talk to me which is bizarre I've ne- I haven't had that in like I haven't had that in a while that yeah. is really nice yeah no yeah, I'm really surprised yeah. as well that they talk to you as well I know, because it's like, I can be kind of a bitch, so... Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've um, I've also moved, moved in with a friend, Mr. JTR, if you're listening, JTR. Such uh, a great guy. Huh? Such a great guy. Such a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I moved a bit further out of London, so we're very far from each other now, aren't we? Like we're an hour... Literally... I feel, like I feel like we're doing long distance, literally. <laughs> long distance friendships. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's good for me. You've got your garden. I've got my own office. Mm-hmm. Um, did go a bit Ikea mental, though. You did. Had like a bit of a flat pack frenzy. Um, just spent hundreds of pounds at Ikea and just went a bit crazy. But you know what? It's, it actually looks really good now. You know, become a bit of a DIY person. Have my own little walk-in wardrobe now as well. That it's is so nice. cool. That's like my favourite part of your flat. Yeah, we're going up in the world, aren't we? I'm kind of jealous of that, you know, the walk-in wardrobe thing, because I feel like it's like, it's a staple of every like rom-com, I feel like most yeah. women in rom-coms have like a walk-in wardrobe, and now you are that woman, and I can be like your like dramatic best friend on the side who like helps you get through like your boy problems, you know? Uh, there are there are way too many. Yeah. So I'm glad glad you are of service there for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's what I do, girl. It's what I do. Yeah, and then I also got like um, what else I got? We've got the whole house as well, mm-hmm. um, like Alexa enabled. So we've got all the different lights and stuff. So I don't think I've ever. We don't even use normal lights anymore. We've got like coloured lights in the living room. I got a um. Oh, you know um. A couple of months ago, Spotify was doing this thing with Google. Where you could get, if you got a premium account on Spotify, you could get your own Google Nest, like, for free. Yeah, and Chris, like, kept that whole thing to himself and didn't really tell me or anyone else about it for well, actually, God knows what reason. JTR was the one who told me, so we've both got them. We've both got a Nest. Okay, and you know what? I can forgive JTR, because, like, me and him aren't that close. You know, it's only, like, recently we've been, like, bitching about you on Instagram and stuff. Oh, but one time. Yeah, but you and I, I feel like we're we're acquaintances at the very least, you know. And like, if I've got an acquaintance and there's like freebies going, I I tell them what's going on. I I I try and hook them up, you know. And you didn't do that mm, for me. Yeah, to be fair, I probably should have told more people. It didn't really impact me on if I didn't tell people. But um, yeah. just in the moment, I didn't think about it. Okay, I'm sorry. Didn't yeah, think about it. You never fucking think of anyone but yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where we're at. Toxic trait. <laughs> Yeah, we're just we're going on to our segment now called Toxic Traits: How to Be More Self-Aware. 
Um, but apparently it's only my segment. Because <laughs> well, I'm a bad person. You are the deeply flawed one out of the two of us, so... Don't worry, I'll have the flaws for both of us. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, one of us has to be perfect, and it's not you, so... Thanks. Thanks a lot. Anyway, so yeah, that that was pretty much my updates, but you've actually got a big update. Um, oh, You've joined yeah. a new club. I have. Um, fuck, what's a new club? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. So... For those of you who don't know, um, I'm quite a short person, not like the very, person very in the short world. person. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a bit embarrassing at times. You know, I I used to be I used to feel kind of insecure about it when I was like five, but then I was like five. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. But then I was just like, do you know what? This is like I reached like twelve, and I was like, this is just how it's going to be for me, isn't it? Like, yeah, but you said like, you said at one point that you were like average height or tall for your class. Yeah, I was, like, tall at, like, four and, like, three and stuff. But then by five, it just went downhill, you know. People started growing and I was like, huh, okay, cool. And then (laughs) (laughs) I got to, like, year seven and there were, like, average height people or, like, tall people all around me. And I was just there, not being tall, not being average height, not really being anything. And people would always be like, ha, ha, you're short. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, like, I get it. I'm (laughs) I'm not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> crab girl so short <laughs> literally and then i was just like you know what there's no point feeling sad about it because it's never going to change i may as well just accept it and so my whole life not well not my whole life since i was like maybe 12 or 13 or 14 like one of those ages i i've been 411 until but you've been couple- 411 since you were 12 I'm pretty sure, yeah. I think I was like, I maybe I was like four nine when I was twelve, and then I reached so four sad. eleven when I was fourteen. Yeah, around that kind of height. And then, yeah, so like a we couple should of set up ago, a GoFundMe page for you. We, I mean, don't because like people have set up GoFundMe pages for like really weird shit. So I think we actually could get away with that. <laughs> I don't know how it would help, but yeah, just get some <laughs> really big fucking shoes. <laughs> Literally, but yeah, I measured myself about two weeks ago. And it said that I was like 60 inches. And I was like, huh, okay. Went into Google, converted that into feet. And it was like five foot. And I was like, what? I'm five foot. I'm part of five foot gang. It finally happened. I cried. I screamed. It was it was pretty intense. That is pretty amazing, actually. Well uh, done. Well done for joining the five foot gang. It's actually a big accomplishment. What if you just didn't stop growing now, though? What if, you know, by this time next year, you were five foot eight? That would be crazy. I've actually got a theory about this. Um, I think it's like pandemic related. So I think for every year that the pandemic goes on, I'm going to grow an inch. What, like COVID specific or just generally when there's a pandemic, you grow an inch? I think like maybe COVID specific because like, you know, like swine flu was a thing at one point. Was that a pandemic or? I don't know if it ever received that status. Oh, okay. But yeah, because I was like thinking like, what, how has this year been different to every other year of my life? And then I was like, I don't, there's well, not really that many differences, is there? Oh no, it's just a little global pandemic in it. Like, just a tiny really little deep. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, that's like the one like big thing that's happened this year. And I was like, maybe it's like related to my sudden growth spurt. So don't worry, guys. Don't worry that, you know, that everyone's, loads of people have lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't go on holiday. You can't see friends and family. Mental health is down. Physical health is down. Um, lots of people have died, and lots of people have caught the coronavirus. But um, don't think about that. You know, think about the positives. Mutahara's she's five foot. Yeah, okay? exactly. And in a way, 
it's kind of worth it. Yeah. As controversial, but maybe it was, you know? Who am I to say? Literally, like, if you're, if you're, you know, if COVID is getting you down and you're feeling a bit depressed and all that, just grow an inch. That's what I did. And <laughs> going away, you know? You should write a book, How I Survived <laughs> COVID-19. All right, all you have to do, step one, grow an inch. The exactly. end. <laughs> yeah. It's literally that simple. Like, if you can't even do that, then sorry, but... Uh, I can't help you. A, yeah. You're beyond help at that point. You really are. You've got another thing as well you wanted to talk about. You wanted to plug your own stuff. I did. Okay, so um, I love food, which probably isn't the most to anyone. Yeah, exactly. Food is amazing, but um, I'm one of those people. Like, it's quite annoying for people who I guess who are around me. But I like taking pictures of my food and stuff. So if I go out to eat and I have something that looks really good and like tastes amazing as well, I'll always take a picture. And I'll usually like post it on my Insta story and stuff. And then I get quite a few people messaging me and being like, oh my God, where is this from? And even like sometimes when I've made stuff, people have been like, what's the recipe? And I'm just like, I don't know. I just kind of wing things usually when I make stuff. Because, you know, Bengali, we don't really like measure ingredients or follow recipes. That's such a lie. No, it is like an actual thing. It is an actual thing. No, we came, I came around the other day and you were like, oh, can you put a timer on for the chips? Well, yeah, I, I time things. I'm not a fucking idiot. But like in terms of like actual ingredients, God. I don't like... Yeah, I just kind of wing it. Yeah, but timing's still following in some kind of a recipe. Not really. It's just I just can't... And also, like, usually I make up times because I remember... Like, you know my... Like, the turkey patty things that I do? Yeah. Yeah, so like um, my mum does them, but she does like she does it with like chicken mince. And I, when I first asked her about it, I was like, oh, so like how do you make them and stuff? And she gave me like the ingredients, but like she didn't give me actual like measurements or anything because she was like, you should just make that up yourself. And then I was like, so like what temperature did you put it on? Like how long do you do it for? And she was just like, I just do them until they're ready. And I was like, okay, but like what temperature? And she was like, mm, don't really know whichever one I feel like on that day. And then I was like, okay, but how long for? And she was like just in, until i wouldn't want to stop I, I think like, a, i think a right, general okay. rule of thumb though is it's kind of 200 degrees mm-hmm. fan assisted roughly 180 to 200 fan assisted yeah mm-hmm. and then about 30 to 40 minutes for most I things guess, yeah no that's a good point like good that point. for most things um mm-hmm. and then you've just got to check on it another thing i think someone told me once was when you can start to smell it like when you're sat down like in another room and then you start to smell it. And obviously you're not burning because then you're, you know, you're too far. Yeah. If you start to smell it, then it's like, it's almost ready. That is a good point. Yeah. We are culinary geniuses over here. We are. If you want to look at some more of our recipes, obviously you've got your Instagram that you're plugging now, but we also have um, some food recipes type stuff on our social distance and Instagram page. If you look in the highlighted stories, there are some we stuff do. we did when we were in lockdown together. So it's both of us there. And uh, it's quite quite fun stuff in there, actually. Oh, we need to add my lasagna to that, actually. We never added the lasagna, and that was probably my greatest accomplishment over lockdown. Oh, right. I thought you just meant ever. <laughs> no, Graduating no. university. <laughs> nah. Don't know what that is. Well, do you know what? It's up there. It was a fucking good lasagna. Yeah, it was, it was all right. But yeah. But yeah, I've got a new Insta page. It's called Munchahara. Um, I'm going to post pictures of food and stuff. We'll see how that goes. That's cool. That's cool. So have you got any goals for lockdown 2.0? Um, yeah, I guess so. Because so, like, 
job wise um I write a lot like that's pretty much what I do for a living and shit but um I write about stuff which is work related obviously and I think I kind of want to start writing about like other things that I'm interested in and like passionate about and stuff so I think I'm going to sign up to like a writing website where I have to write at least like one article a month or something like or more if I want to and yeah so that's one of the things I want to do and also including October there's obviously like three months like left in the year so I've set myself a goal of like reading three books and also drawing three things but like not just like general sketches like something that I actually put like effort into like I'm gonna like incorporate like colors and like paint and stuff into it and yeah so those are like paint my as things. well yeah that'd uh-huh. be really cool doing like long sketches I've seen some of them on those videos before where they take like 24 hours or something to do yeah exactly and and like I feel long like sketches it'll keep cool. me busy and I just I don't want to because I spend like especially like this year I've spent so much time on my phone and just like uh, on Netflix all, yeah. and shit because like there is I I obviously I can't go out as much and like all of that so I kind of want to step back from that and make, like reading and drawing will give me a chance to actually step away from like like technology a little bit and actually like reduce my screen time and just get back to my roots you know exactly you know just, just embrace nature <laughs> yeah, I really like the idea of the whole three month thing like three months means three things um so I've been listening to this audiobook at the moment because like listening to audiobooks because you know it's like, I like going walking all the time so it's, it's something good and podcasts as well podcasts are great make sure you listen to us on your daily walks of course, yeah. your activities um and one of uh, the book i've been listening to is um james acaster's book on james acaster scrapes or little scrapes or something and um he said he talks about how he has a midlife crisis at the age of 18 which is a mood um and then uh but one of the things he talks about is how one week he just decided that for every day of the week he was going to do something new new and exciting and out of his comfort zone so he's going to do seven different things that he didn't really want to do or like you know out of his comfort zone but he would try new things i really like that idea of like setting yourself this and just like right i'm just going to put myself out there and just that do it. sounds really cool. So I he like did. I think like seven things in a week, though. Like oh, every wow. night yeah. is just a bit crazy. Uh-huh. Maybe like you know two things a month or something. But you'd, <laughs> <laughs> but you'd actually get stuff done though. Like you, because all those things that you put back to your bucket list and go, yeah, I really want to do that at some point. You just make a list and just say, right, say two things on this list. Right, I have to do this this month. I have to do two things. Yeah. And that'd be really good. So I think I'm going to create some lists like that um to do things like that so he did like karaoke one night which i love doing anyway mm-hmm. so that doesn't help but he did like line dancing one night oh wow um he did he went to this like board games night or something um, i love that that sounds so fun <laughs> well they were just playing dungeons and dragons really <laughs> wasn't I, really I, that I board games. That. i've actually always wanted to try that i really like the idea like i've seen the community episode with dungeons and yeah, dragons uh-huh. i like the whole aspect of role play and like you've got different actions and stuff like that yeah. But I feel like it'd be really cool if you just did Dungeons and Dragons instead of like this whole fantastical mythical thing. You could do it to different themes. So you could do it like I don't know, to different reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. Or, or um something else, maybe based on different movies or something, different worlds. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool to incorporate that as well. That would be pretty cool. So you could be like a Geordie Shaw person mm-hmm. and you're out in the club in Newcastle, what do you do? And then you have to like say something and then we roll the dice. <laughs> And see, do you get off with that guy at the bar or not? Oh my god, you know, I would love like a Selling Sunset version of that. 
I still don't know what Selling Sunset is. Every time you tell tell me about it, I'm just I think I just switch off. I just I really it's it's a weird one to explain because like, if you watch the trailer, it looks like shit. Um, and also if you explain it, it just doesn't sound that interesting. Cause, like but, I think someone told me about it, and they were like, it's a reality TV show about real estate agents in LA, and I was just like, that just sounds really boring. And also like I hate estate agents, like. I don't really have beef with any occupation apart from estate agents and PE teachers. Like those are the two occupations that I'm just like, oh, absolutely not. And so. PE teachers. Yeah. Just, oh my god! Just because someone made you do exercise once in your life. A, it's just I just feel like it's really sadistic and like what I didn't like about PE really teachers. Really sadistic like, to make kids do some physical education. Well, it's not not even that. It's just like you had to wear like a specific like uniform. Like we like girls weren't allowed to wear fucking shorts. They had to wear like the skirt thing. Yeah, no, or I get whatever. that. Though. I get that. And I didn't really like that. And also, like you know, when you were outside, they would be in the like in their like fucking puffy like jackets with their cup of tea, and like you weren't even allowed to wear like a jumper or a hoodie. You, had, you just had to like fucking freeze to death whilst like playing hockey. You know what I found funny the other day, right? What is that? You go to school every day, and you go. I remember. Remember when we did cross country at our school? Oh yeah, and it was horrible. (laughs) It was like the worst thing to do in PE. Cross country was the worst thing to do in PE because you had to like run along reens, like all over the mud and everything, across these fields, and it was cold and it was horrible. The best thing was when we did dodgeball. That was the best, always the best. But yeah, we did this um, cross country run. It wasn't even that long. It might have only been like twenty minutes per. I don't know. It wasn't that long. No, it was longer. It was less than an hour. It was less than an hour, obviously, because you had your lesson. Yeah. And yet now, like I think it's a unanimous decision across generations and people across the country that cross country sucks when you're a kid. And yet now, we pay like I paid like a hundred pounds to do a tough mudder, like ten miles. Yeah, see, I would never do that anyway. Like now, so I I feel like I've been consistent with my views ever since I was a child. Yeah, but you are like the opposite. If there was. In the thoth- in the thoth- in the thesaurus, where yeah. there is like a physical activity or physical education, in the antonym part, that would be you. Just be a picture of you. I guess, yeah. But no, do you know? Do you know what it is about cross country? I didn't like the muddiness of it. Like, I would happily do that whole thing now if there was like no mud there and I could do it like at my oh, own no, pace. Oh no, I think I knew what I. I think one of the main things is like you said, the mud. But if you did, yeah. like, when I did Tough Mud, I've done Tough Mud twice now, the different races, you go you go in the morning, obviously you do it, you get, like, a, a beer or a cider at the end of it, you get to have a shower and stuff, and then you don't mind going home in your clothes. But it's the yeah. fact that you had to do cro- cross-country at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, and then go and then you'd have, like, all these lessons throughout the day, where you've just had all this mud all over you. Do you know what? I was, like, deeping that, and I just found it proper weird that we would have, like... If, like we would have to do pee in the middle of the day and then we couldn't like shower after or whatever i think we could shower could we i think we did i think just no one did yeah but i just like I, it was like a really awkward place to like shower do you know what i mean it's i don't want to like fucking strip off in front of like a bunch of other like 13 year olds it was awkward and weird but it was just it's like more now like if you if if you work out now you have a shower afterwards whereas like Back then, it was just like it was just like normal to, and also you didn't have enough time to have a shower. Like you know me, I take fucking long showers. Oh there's like God. there's Ridiculous no way I, I would have been able to do cross country, have like a shower, then make it to like maths on time. To maths on time. <laughs> yeah. I love those British memes where it's just talking about when you have PE and and bacon on the same day. 
Yeah. <laughs> You've got like 50 bags. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Having all that stuff with you. Yeah. <laughs> and then my, like, my mum having to go to Sainsbury's at 7 o'clock in the morning because I forgot to tell her what to get for the bacon and stuff. <laughs> Do you, do you want to hear a story about my dad when like, this is like my dad has done some questionable like things like as a parent but this is like the biggest he's ever fucked up I think as a parent <laughs> okay go on then. <laughs> okay so there was like one day where I was like I had to make a cheesecake and it was like <laughs> the like, cheesecake wait, wait 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 is this the first cheesecake you made it was so yeah this is this is the start of the cheesecake bitch's career yeah, is essentially okay. what you're saying <laughs> literally okay yeah and I, and it was like um because you know how like in year eight or whatever you did all of these cooking lessons and they would like pick what you made but then in your very last ever cooking lesson um they'd be like okay you can make whatever you want just like bring in the ingredients and like you can do your own thing as i long honestly as do like, not remember that time. no yeah see i, I remember it because like my dad like really fucked up and yeah, I, I don't think he ever, like, he, I think he did apologise, but he didn't realise, like, how deeply he'd fucked up, and he just thought it was, like, a funny story kind of thing, but I was just like... It probably mm, is no. a funny story. <laughs> it is now, but, like, when I was, like, 12, 13, I was just like, like, I was just like, you are the worst person I've ever met in my life. I think I think I actually told him that day that I liked my mum more than I liked him, which was a lie. I was just trying to hurt his feelings, but, like, he pissed me off <laughs> that much. That I was like, do you know what? she's my favorite parent and <laughs> she wasn't like see yeah. the small and aggressive one people <laughs> exactly but yes yeah, so i was like gonna make a cheesecake and all of that um and i had all of the other ingredients that i needed but i didn't have any cheese um so like i think on the morning my dad was like oh, okay cool i'll go get you some and he was like what do you need and i was just like oh yeah i need some like cream cheese um i just need about this much uh like 600 grams or whatever and he was like yeah okay cool um he gets me a fucking block of si- like cheddar cheese right 600 <laughs> grams like, a block. just like puts it in my bag and he's like oh yeah the cheese is in the bag cool um <laughs> I can't fucking cooking class ready to make a cheesecake pull out the ingredients and i'm just like Huh, mm, there's a cheddar cheese in here. Bearing in mind, I've never made like cheesecake before, so I was just no. like, "No, <laughs> did you actually put the cheese in the cheesecake?" No, I didn't, because my cooking teacher was said she was like, "Why have you brought cheddar cheese to this lesson when you're making a cheesecake?" And I was just like, "Well, I didn't buy it. My dad did, um, and clearly he got the, like the wrong cheese." <laughs> but she you're... was like, "Well, you can't put this in there." So I had to make a cheesecake without cheese. But your dad runs a, a like a grocery store, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, but that's for like Eastern food. He doesn't like sell cheesecake and stuff in there. Like oh, okay. that's more of a Western dessert kind of thing. Yeah. If it if, if I was making like gulab jamun or something or like gladu or whatever, he'd be hamper, right on it. Yeah, he would be like on it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But when it comes to a fucking cheesecake, he was like, here, have a block of cheddar. And then like obviously at the end of the day, like you know, he came to pick me up from school, and he was like, oh, how did it go? And I was just like, I was fuming. I had like a massive go at him, and I was just like, like just like look at this, and he was like, oh like you know it, it looks nice and I was like there's no cheese in it it's not a cheesecake like <laughs> I don't know what, what, what we're gonna call it and then like he did the typical dad thing and I remember this so vividly because he made a joke and he was like well uh I guess you could just call it a no cheesecake and I was like <laughs> get out <laughs> oh that is brilliant so yeah and like our relationship went downhill for a day after that but then yeah we're fine now we made it we made it through it i love how the cheesecake bitch that's the first cheesecake you made literally and you know how dramatic i am like when it comes to cheesecakes and stuff and all the pressure i put myself i think my dad is to blame for that partially like from that trauma 
You were crying so much last time when you thought that went wrong. Don't I was like, I literally went into my room and cried in my bed for like half an hour, like face in the pillow and everything. You are so dramatic. <laughs> it was because I couldn't get it out. Remember, then you got it out so easily, and you were like, "Why are you being like this?" Ah, <laughs> oh, good times, eh? Mm-hmm. Good times, twenty twenty. <laughs> So um, something else we've also done is when we have to apologise as well to our friend Calvin. Because when we did the podcast with him, I think the we were talking about good TV shows, were we not? Oh yeah, we were. Yeah. Um, and this was before we decided on doing the actual one, which was nostalgic kids TV shows. Mm-hmm. But he kept on saying about how good Cobra Kai was. Because <laughs> I think it was a YouTube original at the start. It and was, he watched yeah. it, but it was on Netflix and stuff. So we were like, mm, nah, you're right, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that sounds stupid. Why don't you get back to what you know, yeah? And then decided to choose what we what we wanted. <laughs> and yet now we're going to be talking about Cobra Kai and how good it is. Yeah. So <laughs> because now it's, finally, <laughs> now it's finally on Netflix for the actual people, the real people. Um, yeah. So did you want to go through Cobra Kai first? I think this is more your thing, is it not? Well, I think it's both of our thing because we watched it at the same time. But like, did we go? I think yeah, we did. Like, we both kind of watched it when it came out on Netflix. Oh, okay, like, I felt like I finished away. it before you. You did, but I think I just like had. I was probably binging something else at the time too. <sighs> I had, I had, um, I had things going on in my life. Yeah, okay. selling sunset. So. <laughs> selling <laughs> sunset. Right when you said selling sunset, I just thought this was like a place in the sun. Did you no. watch that? Oh yeah, I know what it is, but oh, right, I've never okay. watched it. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, carry on. But yeah, okay, so obviously Cobra Kai is incredible. It's one of those shows where I think like one of the reasons that why, why I wrote it off when Calvin initially told me about it was because I was just like, it just sounds really fucking pathetic. Do you know what I mean? It's like this is something that happened in the 80s, so like, why have they still got like a big grudge over it? Especially because they're like grown men in their 50s or 40s or however old they're meant to be and they're just like beefing over something that happened in like 1985 or whenever the first Karate Kid film came out and then you watch it and it's like do you know what this is actually quite good like yeah it's like really pathetic and immature and like Daniel LaRusso is actually kind of a dick but it's a good premise I like it yeah no I really like it as well I like the idea where they've like flipped it on its head and you know how Johnny's now like not the good guy but yeah I think that's what's likeable. good about it though is that cuz when you try when you think about why it's good you're like mm, mm, it is quite difficult yeah um like on the surface mm-hmm. but um I think it's good because Johnny's supposed to be like the he's a protagonist right he's supposed to be like yeah. the goodish guy mm-hmm. even though he comes from the bad guy status yeah but he is so flawed like for sure. He does one thing and you think, oh, okay, he's a good guy now. And then he'll do something else and you're like, okay, no, maybe not. Yeah. But then he grows, like he's constantly like up and down, which I yeah. think makes it really good because they make him this three-dimensional character of all these different flaws, but then he overcomes them. But he doesn't just, he doesn't just overcome them all in one bit, which some yeah. things tend to do. They tend to just go, okay, mm-hmm. he's a good guy now. Whereas, you know, real life's not like that. He has to have experience and actually overcome these things. And he's not actually self-aware of all of the things at the start anyway. Yeah. So he becomes that and he becomes throughout, which is really good. But it is ridiculous as well. Oh, it's like really stupid because it's like you're both like 50 and you're beefing over something that happened. Oh, no, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about the ridiculousness (laughs) of the kids. Just like how much effort they put into this whole like 
the karate thing. Could you could you imagine being <laughs> the other kids at the school? Yeah. But like, do you know what I love? It? It's like they have like one karate lesson and then all of a sudden they're like really good. They've just like mastered everything and they don't get bullied anymore. I know, it's incredible how it's incredible what karate can do for you these days, really. Yeah. It's really come on in its own. And I love the the one scene where that girl was like to Hawk and she was like, I love this <laughs> and I love these and he had like the twiggiest arms. I know. And he's just like this really skinny guy that's got this mohawk. But she's like, And I love this. It's so funny. Who's your favourite character? Um, one of the ones that makes me laugh the most is, what's that guy called? He's part of Cobra Kai and he's like the adult. Oh, fucking Stingray. Stingray. Stingray is brilliant. When he turns up to that party and he's got those like two beer (laughs) bottles just like taped to his hands. He is so funny. Yeah, I think he's one of my (laughs) favourite. It's just that I love how like in some ways how unrealistic it is. Like when he turns up to the school to get like a job as as a security guard and then that massive fight breaks out and he just kind of jumps in and starts like beating people up on behalf of like beating all these kids up (laughs) because of Cobra Kai. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. The the thing that confused me the most though, out of all the fact that, you know, they've become karate masters and it's such a big thing, out of all that stuff, the thing that confused me the most was when Miguel was trying to get Sam back. Mm-hmm. And who was the other girl? Oh, Tori. Tori. And he was showing Tori the video that he was going to send to Sam. <laughs> it was so cringy. Of, it was the cringiest shit you've ever seen. It's like the worst stuff <laughs> ever. And if you saw that, you'd be like, dude, really don't send that. Because that you, you could get bullied for like the rest of your life just for that. Yeah. And yet she was just like, she was basically jealous, wasn't she? Yeah. She was on Mopey and Jess. <laughs> I just didn't understand that. I was like, what is going on with these people? No, I feel like that would be such a turn off if like if I liked a guy and then he showed me a video that he made of like how much he loves his ex and it was like a proper like Windows movie maker, like Comic Sans type of video of like love you with a billion youth and like the little like arrow and the three heart sign thing. Like I just that would really put me off and You're I'd be like, like Okay, well crush over. Are a loser. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, but apart from that, you know, I liked it. Season three trailer dropped, teaser trailer mm. dropped, looked pretty good. It did. And I just want to say a special shout out to Amanda LaRusso, Daniel LaRusso's wife, as the only person in the show, uh, apart from Miguel's mum. Miguel's mum as who, well. Yeah, the mums. Com- yeah, who's got common sense. Because, like, Daniel LaRusso has a full on job. He's got his car dealership. He's, like, really successful. He's like, he's fine. Do you know what I mean? He's doing okay. He's got a happy family. He's got a nice house and all of that. There was like no need for him to start his own like dojo, but then also to like focus more on this karate dojo than like his dealership, which is essentially his livelihood and also his wife, who is beautiful and quite frankly, like out of his league. Yeah, she is. That's what I love about it as well as that fact that Daniel Russo, he just makes his Miyagi do. Yeah. And like you said, for no reason, he didn't need to do that. He doesn't charge anyone any money. Yeah. And yet he spends all of his time there, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. And yet you've got Johnny on the other hand, which is like, it is his livelihood. That's yeah. literally what makes him go. And yet Daniel Russo just did it just to spite him. Because he's this it, like wealthy yeah. guy now and it doesn't matter. It just, yeah, it made no sense to me. You need also, to grow up. You know? is it set? Is it set in like LA or something? I think so. I don't know. I don't know where like, it's set. 
the other thing that like really confuses me is like obviously this whole thing happened in like 85 or whatever and then like you'll get random characters like throughout the show who are like who meet like Daniel or Johnny and they're like oh my god like you're that person from that karate tournament in like <laughs> it's like, like how do you remember something like That's... that which wasn't even like televised or like a big thing like it just makes no sense yeah no I just looked at this in Reseda Los Angeles but yeah going on from your point as well the fact that it's in LA it's not like a small place. It's not like a thriving place. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. It's yeah. not like a small town, but for, you know, just all these um, random ass places where people might remember that because like everyone knows everyone and it's a small town. Like it's not like that. You know, people move on. Like, <laughs> nah, it's just I, ridiculous. I don't even remember who won like sports day when we were at school. So I just I don't understand how they remember stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, you know, Karate Kid. Karate stuff was probably bigger than Sports Day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, ridiculous, and yet we still love it. Yeah, I'm kind of like ready for season three. Bring it on. That's what 2020 needs another Cobra Kai season. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing that can save it. <laughs> now we're going to go on to our next segment, um, which is something I think we introduced last time, but only once. And this is about Mutahara's dreams. So, Mutahara has um, some pretty crazy dreams. I'm going to go from my side first, and then she can explain her dreams. But, you know, normal people would have a dream about something, and it would be a bit crazy, but, you know, not much would happen. Whereas Mutahara's dreams seem to be like a full-on movie, with lots of different characters. And the amount of detail she remembers as well. Like, I will have a dream, and I will wake up, and I will forget it. But the amount of detail you capture is just amazing. So do you want to talk to us about what dream you're going to talk about this week? Sure. I think the reason why I remember so much though is like I usually message you as soon as I wake up because I'm just like otherwise I will forget it. Like, you know, there's one dream that I had, like the Zac Efron one. Um, I I couldn't tell that one as well because I didn't like message you about it. I think I, we were on the phone when I t- told you about it and like there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't piece together quite well. Whereas like mm. everything else I just kind of like message you straight away. And even when I message you it just doesn't really make any sense because it's like how does this like link to this and all of that and there's like so many plot holes and yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't. So what one are you going to talk about this week then? So this week I think we're going to go for the beautiful woman dream. The beautiful woman. So it was like a mix of the real world and a magical world. So you and I went to watch a movie at some weird cinema. It was like an abandoned pool house had been turned into a cinema, and the lights were on throughout the movie. Anyway, while we were leaving the weird cinema, we went down a tube which used to be an old water slide, and we ended up in some sort of aquarium, tourist centre, slash gym, shop, with lots of dogs. (laughs) We got into an argument and it was pretty brutal. We actually ended up having a fight and I was furious because you had beaten me up in front of people and I felt humiliated. So I told you that I wish I had never met you and that I didn't think we could be friends anymore. You thought I was joking and you said, yeah, whatever, nerd, I'll see you tomorrow. Anyway, this is where it gets weird. A while after that, you disappeared. 
Nobody knew where you had gone and I got worried so I decided to try to find you. On my travels I came across a random girl and we were walking along a field and she told me her son disappeared years ago. At one point we came across a house to stay in for the night and things got really weird. I bumped into my granddad and asked what he was doing. He said there had been a rice shortage in Cornwall and he was there to avenge them. He told, he told me I should always eat rice because there's a certain type of strength it gives you, then had to leave. The house was really weird, everything gave me creepy vibes, and then when it turned midnight it was like we would get transported back to different time periods. There were really weird people everywhere and every room I went to, people from different decades and centuries were plotting so I had to hide and be discreet as I listened to their plans. One night I came across a secret room and went into it. There were loads of jewels and weird robes and stuff and quite frankly, I was scared. But then I walked towards <laughs> then I walked towards the back of the room and you were there in this weird container thing. Huh. I opened the container and you said we had to go and you and and you said you were glad to see me but it wasn't time yet. I asked you who put you in the container, but you said that's what you were trying to figure out. We heard a noise and you told me I had to go, otherwise I'd get caught, so I left. But I couldn't find the room again for ages. That's what I found as well, weird as well. Like, you were in a container and you wouldn't leave. Like, you were just, like, in the container. And I was like, let's go. And you were like, can't need to find out who put me here. And I was like, let's just go. Like, can figure that out later. But you wouldn't come. Maybe it was a nice container. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, literally, like, a full-on, like... It was like really big Tupperware, but you had like a nice little setup in there. You had like you had a laptop in there for some reason. Exactly. I remember Why that. would I want to leave? Stop! Stop! <laughs> this is my happy place. I'm trying to you get had me a out. Laptop and a blanket, and I was like, okay, but yeah, um, yeah. So um, I couldn't find the room again for ages. And one day I found the room again with my granddad, and he said there was nothing in there. Then I went to the container, and you weren't in there anymore. Me and the girl that I came with began to leave, and we were in the field when a random man attacked us. We managed to fight him off, but we got scared and camped near the bushes. In the morning, we saw loads of people running out of the house, all from different time periods. I was hoping I would see you, but I couldn't. But then, a beautiful woman came out. She looked Native American and was wearing a turquoise and deep green clothing and these pretty feathery earrings. She was so beautiful, and she was holding this scarecrow, uh, she was holding this scarecrow thing and running away. All of a sudden, the beautiful woman tripped. I went to help her up, and at this point I was crying because I was so overwhelmed. That's quite on brand for me. Um, she got up and thanked me for helping her and asked why I was so sad. I said I lost my friend and didn't know how to get him back. Then some more weird stuff happened where my memory was hazy, but basically the beautiful woman turned out to be you, and the scarecrow was the dog in disguise you'd met on the way. I was really happy to see you again but confused how you managed to make yourself look like a beautiful Native American woman. Like you had a womanly shape thing. And then my alarm went off when I woke up, and I'm still confused about the beautiful woman. Slash you. Wow. And that's it. Well, there we go. <laughs> I am a beautiful woman. That is it, evidence. It was actually really fucking weird, because it wasn't even like oh, like, you just, like, put on a load of makeup and made yourself a bit browner and wore a dress and stuff. Like, you were literally, like, a beautiful Native American woman. Like, you looked like a combination of Olivia Munn. Is that her name? Olivia Munn? I think so, yeah. And Pocahontas and someone else. And, like, you were very, very beautiful. And 
yeah, it was just weird. But it was like I looked at your face and I could tell that it was you. <laughs> it's not really weird in dreams though. You like you will have someone in your dream and they will not look at all like the person that you think it is. And yeah. yet in your mind you're like, Well yeah, that's them. Mm-hmm. That is them. Yeah. Dreams are weird, man. It's just so odd. But yeah, I I literally like struggled for a while after that dream because I was like, what the fuck? But what do you think it means, huh? I think, do you know what I think it actually means? I think um, I am usually, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this because you're going to be like, you're actually not that nice to me. But I feel like I'm much nicer to you than I am to most men. Like I'm a lot more caring and considerate of your feelings and like all of that right. shit and i don't think you're a piece of shit and i legit like thank you Always like care nice about your emotions that. and shit yeah. yeah um and i think the reason why you and i get on so well is because i kind of see you as a woman do you know what i mean i feel like you're very emotionally intelligent like you're very like yeah. comforting like you yeah. always seem to know like the right thing to do and say when i'm upset and yeah. I don't really get that from male friendships. So I feel like to me, like you so are. You're, so you're saying a woman. I'm basically a very, I'm just generally a very good person, is what you're saying. Well, you're basically like all of my female friends because they're all, you know, incredible. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? And so, and you're basically a woman too because you are just as, in, as like incredible as my female friends. So yeah, you're a woman to me. Um. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and maybe like because you're so beautiful, like internally, that kind of like reflected externally in my dream as well, and that's why you were in the form of like a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon the relation is with the Pocahontas thing, though? What did Pocahontas do? She, oh, uh, it was like. Pocahontas is actually quite controversial, isn't it? Because it's about all of those white people like invading. Didn't she help Lewis America. and Clark like find places and colonize them and stuff? Yeah, I think so. It's actually pretty dicey. It is pretty dicey. Yeah. But if we just take that first bit, finding mm. them and helping them, <laughs> yeah. do you reckon that's how you see me? You see me as someone who's just trying to guide you through life and help you stay on the right path. A little bit, actually, because sometimes I do things <clears throat> and then I come to you and you just, like, give me advice and you put me yeah. back on the right path. And, yeah. and like you found the other day, um, the message when uh, I mentioned to you about the job at where I work. Oh, it wasn't. That was today. That was, like, yeah. literally the most wholesome thing ever because, like, me and Chris have the funniest conversations and I love, like, searching random words in our conversation and just, like, laughing. And I call him buddy slash bud quite a lot. So today... Quite I... a lot. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's sweet, though, because like, I call you buddy normally, but then when I'm trying to be a bit more, like, caring, I call you call you um Lil Bud. And I searched, like, bud in our conversation today. And, like, it was, like... in january 2019 or something um you were like oh like there's a job that's gone up at my like company and stuff and i was like oh cool if we work together we would become best buds and then you were like yeah but it's only a three to six month contract and then like fucking like one year and ten months later like here i am look at us now yeah we actually are best buds who would have thought eh i was uh (laughs) you did you did think that though didn't you I mean, I the thing is, I don't even remember saying that, and I didn't think. And yeah, me, I, I think I was a bit more skeptical. I was like, oh, hold off a minute there. Um, yeah. It's only three to six months, so might not get it, you know. 
might not be exactly. here for a while. And then, like, look at us now. I feel like we have had, like, a proper, like, flow burn friendship. A glow up as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, like, nine years in the making, this. Wow, incredible. That that could be the uh, the title of our um, joint biographies. Nine years in the making. Nine years in the making. <laughs> and then we'll have that photo you made of us. Oh, that's the cutest picture ever. The most ridiculous photo. <laughs> God, if you have a friend of Mutahara, you just have to expect the unexpected and just when she does stuff just don't think too much into it (laughs) just think like this isn't weird this is just like a normal thing this is everyone does this because she just messaged me out the blue and was like look what i made (laughs) and it's a photo of her as a kid like three years old three years old yeah yeah around that age and she's hugging this up she's got her arm around this other kid right another bengali kid (laughs) right and she decided it'd be fun to take a baby picture of mine where I was a toddler, take my face out and put it on this kid and just be like, look at us, look at us, we were the best buds, look how happy we were. And I was like, this is a bit weird. You no loved one, it. I did love it, but like, no one asked you to do this, but and yet you still did it. No, nothing warranted this, like anything, we just, talk, we weren't even talking about baby photos, you just did this one day. The weirdest little it. creature. <laughs> I legit didn't regret it at all. Every day is a new day with Mutahara. You never know what you're going to get. It's an adventure. Mutahara is a box of chocolates. You just never know what you're going to get. Exactly. Alright, I think that pretty much wraps it up, doesn't it? Really we've much. talked about quite a lot of things. This is the mm-hmm. first This is the first one in Season 2, Episode 11. But Episode 1, Season 2, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. Episode 11, yep. maybe. I don't know. Um, hopefully we'll be doing more of these so stick around, tell your friends tell your parents, tell your grandparents, tell your cousins tell everyone that has ears um, and a Spotify account or an Apple Music account, any of them you know, tell mm-hmm. them all we're going to be doing more of these and we're going to be talking to you about the life, the universe and everything we've what got one best? more section to do though oh recording tunes of the week, it's a pinnacle we've got to do it every week what are yours then? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I didn't know this was coming. <laughs> oh my what? god. It's such a it's surprise. Such a surprise. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for um, phone numbers from Dominic Fike. Fikey. Don't know what it is. Oh, what a surprise. What a surprise. Number <laughs> one. Uh, um, what else am I going to go for? I'm going to go for Believe in Yourself as well by The Magic Gang. Believe in okay. yourself in brackets. I, know I've sent, I think I've sent this to you. I think I have, yeah. Believe in yourself in brackets, the Arthur theme tune, theme song. Okay. That was such a big... I watched that. I used to watch it every day, Arthur. It's such a good take on the theme song. It's a banger. It is a banger indeed. Um, And then... What else am I going to go for? I'm going to go for something soppy, because I, I had this soppy playlist of mine that I like to put, put on when I'm grumpy. So I think it might be... Don't do a stupid song, because I will not put that on the playlist. I don't a stupid song. You know the stupid song I'm on about. Like, I've... I don't make me pull rank again. I just... Have we already got... <laughs> have we already got Riptide on there? But fans joy. Let me get the playlist up. Because if we haven't, got, then that's, that's going to be my one, I think. We've got a Vance Joy song on there, I'm pretty sure. Oh, if we have, it's probably that one, isn't it? No, I can't see Riptide, I don't think. No, I don't think it's on here. It's not on here. Okay, well, there's my three then. Phone numbers, believe in yourself, and Riptide. Cool. 
Those are the three that's going to get us through 2020, guys. And right. Probably 2021. Because who knows when this is going to end. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in and out, they said. Be fine. Yeah. Look at us now, mum. Cheers. The sun's crying. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Cheers for that. <laughs> All right, on to your ones. Okay, so my first one is I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing. Oh, beautiful. After nearly. 25 years of existing um <laughs> I, I I it's not even it. called living you don't even that's 25 years of me living just existing yep but yeah i finally watched um dirty dancing today and it's just as good as everyone makes it out to be and you have had you had your time in your life did you i did have the time of my life and i've never felt this way before so i'm adding wow. it to the list um, you know quickly you know you were talking about 80s films you don't really like them Oh yeah, fucking Have you done <laughs> Breakfast Love? Is yeah. does suck. <laughs> Have you seen um, Top Gun? Um, I don't think. Oh wait, is that the one with um, what's his face? Oh my god, how do you not know what Top Gun is? No, I'm thinking of Die Hard. No, okay, oh my no. God. It's Tom Cruise in like uh, planes. It's Tom Cruise in planes. Is that the one where he like slides across the floor and he's wearing like no. a white shirt? Okay. No. God, you really are bad at this, aren't you? How do you I not know Top Gun? I just don't care for it. Okay, also. you're going to watch Top Gun because it's got a good soundtrack as well and it has like good okay. cinematography. It is cheesy, very cheesy, but you have to watch it. Oh, that's cool, I can do that. Is it on Netflix? Probably not. Ah, well then I probably won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, my other ones, I think... Hang on, let me go on my liked songs and see what's in there. Uh, Let's Fall in Love for the Night by Phineas, another banger. And my third one is going to be, oh, I hate to do this because I, I can't think of another one, but I'm going to do one that I was going to say last time and we're going to throw it back to 2010 a little bit. It's going to be the remix of Nick Clegg saying I'm sorry after he raised <laughs> Jewish movies and it actually is on Spotify so I can add it to the playlist. Oh, yep. Fair it's enough. such a banger. My dad loves that song, by the way. He found it hilarious. You know, what? I also it. found on Spotify the other day. You know that buttery biscuit bass song. No. I did not know that from the uh, Master Chef remix. It oh is, no, I think I do. It is, is incredible. It, yeah. Okay, I know what you're on about. Yeah. Maybe that'll that maybe that'll work its way onto quarantines of the week <laughs> at some point. It is like the most unconventional playlist ever. There just isn't a theme. No one knows what's going on, do they? No. That's the good part of it. Anyway, that pretty much wraps it up. Yep. Go and have yourselves a good day, people. And, you know, like, subscribe, share, yeah. spread the word, do your thing. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. And stay groovy, stay funky, and yep. all that stuff. Stay safe. Have a bloody great day. Goodbye. Bye.